the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The southern city of Mariupol has failed because the Russians keep shelling it. They'll try again. Meanwhile... The number of refugees that have fled fighting in Ukraine has now reached 1.4 million as the war continues to rage throughout the besieged country. Arriving in Romania with just the clothes on her back, Ukrainian refugee Lena Nesterova remembers the hour her fate was sealed. It was the 24th of February, 5.34. United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees Filippo Grandi believes the final number of people fleeing could be as high as 4 million. When we started, I thought, well, maybe this is, God forbid, we reach that figure. It's it's a lot, but now I'm getting worried that we will. I'm Karen Chamas. This is SRN News. Eric Metaxas can't believe where we've gotten. Of January 6th and, and what has happened to people who seem to go against uh, the Biden administration, the leftists who have taken over the country. Does that sound dramatic? I wish that it were. People in America, people who don't agree with us politically or theologically, need to see what is happening. The Eric Metaxas Show, overnights at 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, coming to you from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios. And join us for a night of debate with leading conservative candidates for Attorney General Thursday, March 31st at Providence Academy in Plymouth. Invite a friend and reserve your seats at am1280thepatriot.com. Your weather today, chance of a wintry mix, then cloudy, high of 33. And for Monday, decreasing clouds and a high of 30. The Narn with Brad Carlson is next right here on The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. I suppose you should hit the cough button that time. Northern Alliance Radio Network is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. You can use that for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, happy 18th anniversary to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Yes, uh, my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, today in a Facebook post, uh, pointed out that it was 18 years ago today. It was a Saturday, March 6th, 2004. The Northern Alliance Radio Network made its debut, and uh, it was um, 
Uh, I always love hearing Mitch tell the story about that inaugural show because there was literally like Mitch and 10 or other 10 or so co-hosts that had to rotate into the studio. And Mitch was kind of the traffic cop directing traffic about who should talk. Okay. Who comes in the next segment, who exits this segment and whatnot. So uh, 18 years and a no stop sign in front of us yet. Of course, I've been on for, uh, it'll be 11 years. Yeah. 11 years this June. So uh, it's been an honor to be a part of it. I may address that a little more in depth uh, in a different segment, but uh, happy 18th anniversary again to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. So that means in two years, it'll be the 20th anniversary of the NARN. And of course we had 20th anniversary of AM 1280, the Patriot last year, and then three years into its tenure, the NARN came aboard, and it's been a staple of this uh, particular signal, AM 1280, the Patriot. So uh, kudos uh, again to Mitch and King, who have been here from the uh, very beginning and are still here and are still going strong. So uh, again, probably talk a little bit more about that in a later segment, but I do want to get to some, excuse me, some local news here in the uh, first couple of segments, uh, specifically involving the... Minnesota gubernatorial race. And obviously, Tim Walz seeking reelection uh, later this year, and the Republicans deciding who their nominee is going to be. And right now, looks to be Scott Jensen is the front runner. Now, the state convention comes up in a couple of months. So, whether he'll get the endorsement, who's to say? And I maintain that even if, if Scott Jensen does not get the endorsement at the state convention, state Republican Party convention, uh, he will still take it to a primary because he's just raised too much money to just walk away from the race if he does not get the state party's endorsement. So, uh, however, if he does get the state party's endorsement, I don't really see any of the other candidates viable enough, at least among the Republicans, to take it to a primary. Could be wrong, but... Uh, we'll we'll see. Well, I bring that up because there was a prominent a third party candidate who got in the race uh, this past week. This is from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Former WCCO radio host Corey Heppola is joining the race for Minnesota governor as a third party candidate. Heppola, who also worked as an anchor for CARE 11, is running as a member of the forward party recently founded by former presidential candidate Andrew Yang. We hear you, Minnesota. You're tired. You're frustrated. You're exhausted with this broken, toxic two-party system that is pushing forward negative, hateful, not only speech, but inactivity, Heppel has said at his campaign launch Wednesday at the state capitol. There's no collaboration. There's not compromise. We deserve better. Heppola is the first third-party candidate to enter the governor's race and could sway the outcome in November. A long list of Republican candidates already joined the race to try and unseat DFL Governor Tim Walz. The former broadcaster declared himself a quote-unquote purple candidate and said he will focus uh, on improving education, public health, and economic opportunities. So, well, he at least has the chanting points down for what he uh, has dubbed the toxic two-party system because pretty much every Republican and uh, Democrat candidate says the very same thing. we gotta got to work on improving education and public health and enhance economic a- opportunities. It's just dependent upon which ideological stripes you're a part of, how you address those particular issues. So, yeah, again, he may be a third-party candidate, but 
he kind of trots out the same vapid chanting points. Uh, I did write about this at uh, bradcarlson.org. It was a post that I put forth uh, this past Thursday uh, talking about Mr. Heppel getting in the race. And to be honest, I don't watch a lot of local news, uh, so I, I don't. I'm not familiar with his tenure at CARE 11. Apparently he was a CARE 11 anchor, as this Star Tribune story had indicated. And, of course, was a radio host on our good neighbor, AM830 WCCO. How many uh, people out there, young people out there, particularly millennials or Gen Z, are even familiar with the term the good neighbor? I mean, back when I was y'all's age, you know, those of you who are in Gen Z or millennials, uh, if you said the good neighbor, people knew what you were talking about. But does WCCO Radio even go by that moniker anymore, The Good Neighbor? I don't know. I digress. I uh, never listened to Corey Heppler's radio show, so I, I'm just not really familiar with this person. Again, uh, he's uh, he, he's taking the tactic of he's above it all, you know, above it all, the two-party system, which, you know, I, I'll, I'll concede. I would like to see more viable third-party candidates. And in the environment we've had since 2016, particularly when you have a presidential race, of Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, it's hard for me to believe that a third party doesn't gain more of a foothold. But the problem is they don't really put forth fantastic candidates. I mean, let's just be perfectly honest about it. But like I said, I wrote about this at bradcarlson.org, and I posted a tweet from Corey Heppel's uh, official Twitter account where he put together kind of a a two-and-a-half-minute campaign video, and it's him in the uh, purple blazer because, again, he's not red or blue. He's, he's, you know, we're purple. And, it's again, it's a little over two minutes long. It's about, let me tell you a story. And he talks about waxing nostalgic about, you know, his um, uh, family moving here to Minnesota and how it's – uh, you know, been a place to live and, and raise a family for, for many decades, many generations of his family and and all that sort of thing. And how, you know, despite enduring the tough winters, you know, it there there is hope on the horizon when, when spring comes around. Well, uh, in this video, as he's talking, his voice is heard over some of the scenery. And you see scenery of cold, blustery Minnesota winters and, of course, farmers, you know, working on their farms and, you know, Minnesota and, and landscapes and overhead shots of bridges and lakes, because, of course, we're the land of 10,000 lakes. You know, just it's just the, your boilerplate stuff for a campaign video, except, except one of the landmarks he showed was this big high bridge, beautiful-looking high bridge over this beautiful-looking body of water. But it was a high bridge, I forget the name of the bridge, uh, in West Virginia. And as... Uh, Jake Loesch, who's the communications guy for the Minnesota Department of Transportation, astutely pointed out, says, you know, we got a lot of beautiful high bridges, nice-looking high bridges here in Minnesota. That ain't one of them. So, yeah, it was later ascertained that that's a bridge from uh, from West Virginia. And Blois Olson, media guy here, he of uh, Fluence Media, and if you're not subscribing to uh, Blois' newsletter, uh, The Morning Take, which delivered directly to your email every morning, and it, I may... Daily, I'm a subscriber, get it daily, every weekday. Uh, Blois Olson pointed out, uh, he took a screenshot of another part of the video where, you know, Corey Heppel is talking about getting to the uh, to, to the Capitol, going to be governor. And uh, again, as any Minnesotan would know, and Blois pointed out, um, yo, Corey Heppel, that's not 
the Capitol. That's actually the uh, St. Paul Cathedral. Okay, I know they look somewhat similar, but there are distinctions. So, I mean, if you're going to come out, you know, if you're a third-party candidate, let's face it, it's already an uphill battle. But So if it's an uphill battle, your first impression that you make to voters statewide has to be a darn good one. And when you're touting the virtues of Minnesota and its landscape and whatever else, and you have in there a picture of a high bridge in West Virginia, or you're touting the, uh, you know, the, the environment around the Capitol, and you have a picture of the St. Paul Cathedral, that's amateur hour. Okay? So to say that this candidacy is dead on arrival, probably not very viable winning a statewide race, I think... Um, I think is an understatement um, to be sure. But the one uh, purpose, solid purpose, good purpose that Corey Heppola is serving, if you're a Republican voter, is that he's scaring the bejeebers out of the DFL. Uh, This comes from uh, DFL chair Ken Martin, his statement uh, um, reacting to what they're dubbing the vanity candidate Corey Heppola announcing his spoiler campaign for Minnesota governor. Here's Ken Martin's quote, his official statement. Minnesota doesn't need another celebrity vanity candidate that could hand the governor's office to an anti-choice, anti-LGBT Republican. What, the Q-plus doesn't get any love there, Ken? Just anti-LGBT? All right. Uh, The current field of Republican candidates for governor is the most extreme. Drink! Sorry, whenever uh, a DFL describes a uh, Republican candidate, they always have to throw in the word extreme. It's, It's part of the template, I get it, but... You know, that's that's a good drinking game. Whenever DFL describes a Republican as extreme, as extreme, step one, take a drink. Step two, get get have a poison control on speed dial because you're going to be drinking an awful lot. Just saying. Uh, anyways, uh, the, uh, the current field of Republican candidates for governor is the most extreme that Minnesota has seen in decades, making Heppola's spoiler campaign even more irresponsible. A vote for Corey Heppola? is a vote to help the GOP cut taxes for the rich, defund public schools, and force their anti-choice agenda on Minnesotans. I mean, come on, this is just boilerplate template stuff that Ken Martin is putting forth. So uh, three out of the last four Minnesota gubernatorial candidates have been decided by single digits, and two of them were decided by 1% or less. Um, I'd like to give you a little history lesson here, and this includes you, Ken Martin. Uh, I know Ken Martin wasn't DFL chair back in 2010, but whomever was in DFL leadership, I can guarantee you back in 2010, they didn't show near this level of concern when third-party candidate Tom Horner siphoned off votes from then-Republican candidate Tom Emmer in a race where Mark Dayton prevailed by literally 0.5%. So with all due respect, Ken, you know, this isn't good for radio, showing you the tiny violin, but we're on uh, we're on our live stream on the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, so I'm playing the tiny violin for Ken Martin. Yeah, suck it, Ken Martin. Uh, you don't get to play this uh, outrage game when your DFL cohorts back in 2010 were all more than welcome, uh, more than welcoming to Tom Horner, knowing full well that he would siphon off votes uh, from Tom Emmer. So... Uh, yeah, if if there's one purpose that this uh, Corey Heppola campaign is is serving, and again, this is from the perspective of those of you who are going to vote for the Republican candidate, is that 
the DFL is scared to death that he is going to siphon votes off uh, from uh, Tim Walls because, you know, a lot of people are disaffected by the Walls uh, administration, but there's no way they could vote for a Republican, no matter whom it is, so they can assuage their conscience by by voting third party. And I know a lot of people are pointing to the third party candidacy of Jesse Ventura back when he ran in 1998 and pulled the mega upset over then uh, Republican candidate Norm Coleman and uh, DFL candidate uh, Skip Humphrey. And uh, number one, that was more based on on Jesse's personality. Jesse had had something that appealed to voters that didn't let's face it they viewed norm coleman and 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 skip humphrey as as legacy candidates longtime establishment candidates in their respective parties and and jesse was a guy who you know he appealed to people because he was kind of a a tell it like it is well the big difference jesse also served as an elected official previously i mean how many terms did he serve as mayor of brooklyn park i think it was late 80s early 90s time frame so he's at least held elective elected office and it turns out his administration was a complete dumpster fire. So I think Minnesotans are done with the, with the vanity candidates for that much. I'll agree with Ken Martin, but yeah, this this is not going to uh, uh, result in a, a Corey Heppel a victory. Uh, I will say that uh, third party candidates you at least need to get in the race to kind of establish uh, party's reputation as you know being serious about running. Uh, a campaign. So we'll see how this is going forth. But if first impressions are any indication, uh, Corey Heppel's campaign is dead on arrival. Because like I say, this first impression, this uh, uh, campaign introductory video, yeah, it was left wanting. It was uh, kind of a comedy of errors, of basic errors, shall we say. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I appeal to you to fight I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help the station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Hear the latest reporting and analysis on the big stories of the day on the Daybreak Insider Podcast. It's top-notch reporting from SRN News, along with the sharpest insight from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, Sebastian Gorka, and the voices of townhall.com. The Daybreak Insider Podcast. It's your first look at today's top stories. Available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. This is Dennis Prager. Why did God save the Jews in Egypt, but not the millions of Jews who died in Europe? Was there really an exodus? Does Judaism affirm an afterlife? 
Does Reason? My new book answers these and many other significant questions. It's called The Rational Passover Haggadah. Like my five-volume commentary, The Rational Bible, this newest book, The Rational Passover Haggadah, relies on reason to explain the text. The text of the oldest holiday in the world, Passover. Jesus' Last Supper was the Passover Seder. This is an explanation of this holiday and that evening for people of every faith and, for that matter, of no faith. The Haggadah has inspired millions around the world every year for thousands of years to learn about it and relive one of the most famous stories of all, the exodus of the Jews from Egypt. My new book is the Passover Guide that will last a lifetime. Order Dennis Prager's latest book today. Get it at PragerStore.com or wherever books are sold. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. And don't forget, uh, we do have the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page up and running. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And we are conducting a live stream of the broadcast. And uh, Gary from War Road always checks in, always says hello. Gary, we appreciate you checking in and saying hello each and every week. Thanks for uh, uh, your continued support of our broadcasts. So, uh, again, feel free to leave a comment or question there as well, and we will get to uh, as many of them uh, as we can. Uh, continuing to talk about the Minnesota gubernatorial race, you know, I talked in the first segment about uh, Corey Heppler running as a third-party candidate, specifically the forward party uh, that was founded by Andrew Yang. Of course, Andrew Yang was one of the myriad Democrat candidates for president in 2020 and felt that the party was coming way too far left for him, so he dropped uh, being a Democrat and started the forward party. And uh, Corey Heppel is now part of that here at the uh, Minnesota level. So, uh, you know, John Rouleau pointed out via Twitter, uh, John Rouleau uh, with the uh, Minnesota Jobs Coalition, uh, he took some screenshots of a uh, survey of uh, likely voters. And uh, credibility intervals about uh, plus or minus five and a half percentage points. And it shows consistently that Scott Jensen is, at least right now, Again, things could change, but right now, Scott Jensen is the most formidable candidate uh, when facing Governor Tim Walz this November. Uh, you know, again, I, I I don't support Scott Jensen for the nomination. I've been very upfront about that. But if he is the candidate, yeah, I would obviously give him very serious 
uh, consideration because I'm sure as heck not voting for Tim Walz, okay? But John Rouleau explains in this tweet that uh, the freakout by the DFL uh, is pretty much encapsulated in this uh, in this survey where it shows uh, Tim Walls with 43%, Scott Jensen right behind him, 40%, again, with a credibility interval of plus or minus 5.5%. He's with definitely within striking distance, well within the margin of error. But here's the thing. Um, between candidate for another party, 4%, and undecided, 13%, that's 17%. 17% of this KSTP poll, uh, again, of self-ID'd 2018 Walls voters, are undecided or say they would back a third party. So that's why Ken Martin put out that panic statement about, oh, Corey Heppler, vanity candidacy, he could hand the election to an anti-choice, anti-LGBT Republican, they would defund schools and give tax cuts uh, for the rich. I mean, you know, the DFL uh, has come up with nothing new to attack uh, Republicans on. I mean, let's just be honest. So this is explaining, this definitely explains why why they are panicked, and legitimately so. And again, um, wh- whether you agree that Jensen has a serious candidacy or not, and again, he's uh, the DFL has a treasure trove of oppo research against Scott Jensen that they've been putting out, um, well, after caucus night, when he overwhelmingly run uh, the Republican caucus, the Republican caucus st- uh, straw poll. So whether that sticks or not, who's to say? But a big announcement is going to be taking place this uh, Tuesday, March 8th, and it has been confirmed by Tom Hauser, political reporter at Channel 5. This is a tweet he put out on Friday. Uh, five, eyewitness, five Eyewitness News confirms Republican gubernatorial Scott candidate Scott Jensen will name former Minnesota Viking and Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl champion Matt Burke as his lieutenant governor running mate, uniting two of the leading critics of COVID vaccine and mask mandates. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know what impact this will have. I mean, Minnesotans, we like our local celebrities, all right? That's how we got Governor Mark Dayton and Senator Al Franken. You know, because Minnesotans like their, you know, we talked about Jesse Ventura getting elected governor in 1998. So Minnesotans like their celebrity candidates. Now, whether uh, Matt Burke resonates on that same scale as those other individuals I named, I I tend to doubt it. But I, I don't think that's why Scott Jensen is naming him as running mate. I don't think. But, you know, the one thing this does is this finally, finally breaks that glass ceiling for men being lieutenant governor candidates. I mean, have you noticed uh, over the past uh, number of decades, the lieutenant governor candidate, the running mate for the gubernatorial candidate, has been a woman? Finally, a man breaks through with the uh, lieutenant governor uh, candidacy. How about that? We broke through that glass ceiling. I'm being facetious, of course. Don't spam the uh, uh, station email with, with complaints. Well, you can if you want. Uh, Consigliere is here. He's working on a Sunday, so he can he'll handle all the complaints and the phone calls. I guess that's uh, sorry, John. I apologize for that. But <laughs> anyways, um, Michael Broadcorb, who uh, was a member of the Northern Alliance Radio Network once upon a time for a few years, when back when he and King Banyan hosted the third two-hour show on a Saturday called "The Final Word." It was on from three to five p.m. every Saturday. 
Michael had that post until he um, was the deputy chair of the state Republican Party and then moved on uh, to communications director for the Senate. Sorry, John. John's looking at me through the glass with an angry look. So anyways, (laughs) Um, Michael Broadcorp reported, uh, reacted to the news of Matt Burke being Scott Jensen's running mate, saying the political views of Matt Burke were rejected by Minnesota voters in 2012 when he unsuccessfully tried to ban same-sex marriage. Since he lost 10 years ago, Burke's Burke's beliefs have become more dangerous and extreme. Is Michael Broadcorp now an arm of the DFL communications team? I mean, seriously, this sounds like a DFL uh, communications uh, statement. It does. Uh, Anyways, the the ticket of Dr. Scott Jensen and Matt Burke is DOA against Tim Walls. Well, that's not true. I mean, if you believe this KSTP poll uh, with – Scott Jensen being well within striking distance of Tim Walls. That is not true at all. Michael is dead wrong in there. And I get where Michael's coming from. Michael um, has developed a lot of uh, personal animosity toward uh, Republican figures over the years. I mean, he's not with the state party anymore, so he doesn't just toe the party line, which, you know, good for him. He's a journalist. You should hold both sides accountable. I don't have a problem with that. But it's been very clear that he's had an issue with uh, Scott Dr. Scott Jensen's uh, viewpoints, particularly on uh, fighting COVID. So I understand where he's coming from here, but I think the rationale for the candidacy being DOA because Matt Burke stands for uh, against same-sex marriage 10 years ago. Um, Last I checked, the Jensen campaign is not running against same-sex marriage because, number one, it's the law of the land. Uh, so I don't think that they're looking to undermine that at all. The big, the crux of the Jensen-Burke campaign has been uh, the COVID mandates and the ham-fisted uh, uh, unilateral COVID mandates handed down by the governor's office. I mean, that's been the tenet of their campaign. Uh, the, the fact that Michael Broadcorp is pointing out uh, Matt Burke's stance against same-sex marriage 10 years ago, um, Michael's smarter than that. So I can only guess that this is his, just his personal uh, vendetta against Scott Jensen coming out here, which, again, is his right to do, but that doesn't make for very good journalism. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. In 1981, Heritage Christian Academy began with 13 students. Today, they celebrate God's faithfulness with 550 students in grades pre-K through 12. God has shown His provision for HCA for 40 years. Let me introduce one of God's faithful stories. Hi, I'm Tanya Scott. I serve as president at Heritage Christian Academy. I see HCA's values of truth, service, relationships, and excellence impact the lives of young men and women every day in the classroom, on the court, or on the stage. They use their training to know, love, and serve their Savior in all aspects of their lives. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9 embodies for me the last 40 years at Heritage Christian Academy. Know, therefore, that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love Him and keep His commandments 
to a thousand generations. For more information about Heritage Christian Academy in Maple Grove, visit heritageweb.org. This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax Tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest. Resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Got inflation? Not at PJ's Appliance Outlet. Every day your dollar will buy 40 to 70% more at PJ's Appliance. Hi, this is PJ. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores. How? By simply providing over-the-top customer service and great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's Appliance Outlet has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You'll save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on brand new name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers and dishwashers from trusted brands like LG, Electrolux, Whirlpool, Frigidaire and many more. We're also the exclusive dealer for the Ilve handmade Italian stoves that you see on the DIY TV shows. Don't pay inflated prices for name brand appliances. Take the short drive to save big, big dollars at PJ's Appliance Outlet. Visit our easy-to-get to Plymouth showroom today or find us online at pjsappliantsoutlet.com. That's pjsappliantsoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488, that is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, We do want to move on to uh, other topics here. But before we do, we have a caller on line one we want to get to right away. Dan in Hopkins is on line one. Hey, Dan, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's been a little while, Brad. How are you doing? I am doing well, Dan. How are you? It's been a while since I was in a shouting match with D. D. Scott, whatever his name is, (laughs) (laughs) over the election Uh, front. D. D. Greg Scott, yes, our our technology guy. Yeah, right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But... um, yeah. Uh, so, who's your favorite gubernatorial candidate, yeah, and why? I, yeah, I've actually, uh, you know, normally Dan, my our stance, uh, mine and Mitch's stance is we never like to endorse anybody because number one, no one cares what we think, but secondly, we want all of the candidates, regardless of whom we support, uh, to come on the show, and because it's you know good fodder for the show. But I've been very uh, open in saying Michelle Benson is my preferred candidate for the first and foremost reason: her and her husband Craig are friends of my wife and me. I, you know. Call that a humble brag if you want, but uh, okay. hard for me to be impartial when when a good friend is is running as governor and you know uh, the kind of person of integrity she is and uh, what a champion she's been in the legislature for health and human services and exposing the just uh, corruption and the waste that's going on in that department and how she's uh, 
battled that from day one, and of course the debacle that was the Minsure rollout and how that was poorly handled. And I just think you need someone like that that's just no nonsense that rolls up their sleeves and you know wants to go to work. So um, people may agree or disagree with the rationale for supporting her, but um, that's who my preferred candidate is. Is there going to be any more debate? I, I haven't heard one debate. I don't know if it's maybe not publicized very well or because I don't watch television. Sure. I don't know how one even knows other than maybe following you or going to your Facebook page, which I don't, I'm not on the computer that often either. Okay. How do we know when there's another gubernatorial debate or if there will even be one? Yeah, I know, Dan, there were, gosh, there were an awful lot of candidate forums uh, before the caucuses, obviously, because candidates want to tone up their messages and, you know, use uh, a straw poll victory at caucuses as touting their uh, campaign, which obviously Dr. Scott Jensen has since he won it. Um, as far as any in the near future, I don't know. I just know there were an awful lot of them, you know, November, December, and January. It seemed like there was one every other week. Uh, and the really? only, I, yeah, the way I learned about them is while I follow all of the candidates on Facebook and Obviously, the state party uh, will okay, will tout them occasionally uh, and that sort of thing. But yeah, me being a social media junkie, I just uh, that's how I typically come across it. Is it's touted by some uh, one of the campaign managers or the campaign itself on Facebook or Twitter and that sort of thing. And so isn't that's, David? Isn't David Hahn the Republican? Yeah, he's the chair now. Yeah, yeah, he's the. Isn't he supposed to have some responsibility of? Getting on the, the the bad neighbor, or on some of these other shows uh, or whatever to try to get the word out, or a commercial on the Patriot, perhaps. Yeah, telling uh, us this stuff. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know what role the state party plays in that. I mean, I think they're just trying to figure out how to turn the <laughs> lights on in the office right now, given their given their situation. I mean, you know as well as anybody, Dan, what the state party has been through the past decade or so. Uh, and it just seems like we keep having these restarts every four years or so when uh, the previous regime is found to have left wanting. So, yeah, I, I don't know what role the state party has in, in, in touting these, but I, I just know that the campaigns themselves, the gubernatorial campaigns themselves, are promoting them to the hilt because obviously they want as many people to get out and hear their message because each of them thinks that they have the most potent message for this November. I've never heard an ad on the Patriot. I've never heard an ad. I mean, can't they... Yeah, well, well yeah, we an informational ad about. Yeah, I we've advertised them because I know we've been at we've broadcast two different candidate forums back like November December time frame, and you better believe we've advertised those. So <laughs> you can you can yeah, call that self serving if you want, but we ha- we've at least advertised yeah. those that we've broadcast. That's for sure. Very good. Well, you know, maybe David Han can come on your show and explain to the rest of us what in the world he's doing over there. Yeah, I've, I had him on just after he uh, took over, um, but I haven't had him on since. So, yeah, I, I would certainly be uh, open to having him on. Uh, so, you know, okay. we can certainly reach out, that's for sure. So, hey, thanks, okay. Dan. Uh, we appreciate God bless you, man. Yeah, you Take as well, care. sir. Thank Bye. you. So, anyway, so, yeah, appreciate Dan's call. Uh, I I just know that um, there were an awful lot of candidate forums. I'm like, you know, it was interesting depending upon the venue they were in. That was really kind of dictated who would be who would win that particular straw poll. Uh, the one I know, the one we broadcast um, a couple of months ago was out in Wright County, and that's uh, you know that is um, Tom Emmer territory, and Michelle Benson actually won that particular straw poll. So. 
Uh, and given that Wright County is probably going to have the majority of delegates at the state convention, that would certainly bode well for Senator Benson. But given uh, Dr. Jensen's performance in caucus night, yeah, that has me kind of rethinking that now. So uh, something to uh, keep an eye upon, that is for sure. Hey, I did mention at the outset of the show, uh, kind of piggybacking on Mitch Berg's Facebook post, that today is the 18th anniversary of the first ever broadcast of the Northern Alliance radio network. And I didn't become a fan until later that year. March 6, 2004 was the first ever broadcast. And it was back when it was just one three-hour show every Saturday. It was from noon to three. And Mitch has always been sitting in the captain's chair, and he would direct traffic because, you know, Mitch was a radio guy. And he, you know, he loves to tell the story about how he pitched the idea uh, to the powers that be here at uh, Salem uh, Twin Cities. Uh, Nick Anderson, who's our general manager now, he wasn't with the station then. But he, he pitched the idea and uh, on, uh, at the encouragement of Hugh Hewitt, and Hugh Hewitt was the one who gave them, gave them the, name, the nickname, you know, the Northern Alliance of Blogs. You know, you, got, you blogger guys that are blogging here in the Twin Cities, you know, you got enough content, maybe you should start a radio show. And they pitched the idea and got it going, and the rest is, dare I say, is history. And like I say, I didn't really find out about the Northern Alliance until the summer of 2004 because, you know, it was a presidential election year. George W. Bush was running for re-election. And I was a political junkie. I was blogging regularly, or not regularly, but I had started a blog at bradcarlson.org that fall uh, because blogging was the hip thing back then because you you could only write so many letters to the editor, you know, at the Star Tribune or Pioneer Press, and obviously it was far from a guarantee that they would get published. So blogging, in the minds of a lot of people, were this is a way I could kind of compose my thoughts and kind of rant out into the blo- into the uh, vast expanse that was the Internet. And that's how a lot of these guys got started in the early 2000s, and I kind of piggybacked on that and started in 2004. I didn't start really blogging regularly till late 05 and 06, and ever since then I've been you know blogging regularly till today. And a lot of people consider blogs passe because of social media. You can put a, you know, a pithy thought on Facebook or Twitter and then attach an article with your little pithy thought. And that's great, but I like to expand on, you know, these conservative pieces or, you know, even left-wing pieces that I that I read. Okay? And then I use them as fodder for the radio show. So I st- I find blogging is great prep for the radio show because the work for me is already done during the week. So on Sundays, you know, I can go to church and then once church is over, come down here to the radio station, kind of, you know, casually look over the stuff that I'm going to talk about. I've already prepared what I'm going to talk about in my mind. And that's what made this show, the original Northern Alliance Radio Network and the current version of it, that's what made it great from the outset. Because, I mean, think about it. You had Mitch, who was writing at Shot in the Dark, uh, Ed Morrissey, who's now with Hot Air, but was writing with Captain's Quarters at the time. You had Fratter's Libertas. You had three, four guys writing for Fratter's Libertas. Of course, you had Powerline. Uh, with John Hinderocker and Scott Johnson. And that summer, they blew the lid off the Dan Rather scandal where they forged uh, uh, memos uh, trying to under... uh, 60 Minutes 2, which was hosted by Dan Rather, they forged memos that were 
calling into question George W. Bush's service in the Texas Air National Guard. And to think that two members of the Northern Alliance Radio Network blew the lid off of that was incredible. And it just brought the show into national prominence. And, of course, Ed Morrissey uh, talking about the ad scam uh, scandal in Canada, you know, with the Liberal Party up in Canada, because, of course, they don't have free speech in Canada. So someone was feeding Ed information. He was able to publish it at uh, Captain's Quarters. And that got a lot of notoriety. So it was amazing to listen to this show and hear these big personalities that were making national news. And never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I could be part of that. In fact, I would go to uh, to uh, blogger parties. And, yeah, they were as geeky as they sound back in the day at the late, great uh, Keegan's Irish Pub down in northeast Minneapolis. And I met these. that's where I met these guys for the first time, Mitch and Ed and John Hinderocker and Brian St. Paul Ward and Chad the Elder and uh, I think Atomizer, who last Atomizer infamously lasted one segment, not one whole show, one segment on the debut Northern Alliance Radio Network show. Um, so, uh, but meeting these guys, they just had so much to say and were very opinionated. And it's like, I just, that, I, I just wasn't that opinionated. Yeah, I had opinions, but I really didn't know how to express them in a way that would, you know, be self-deprecating or humorous or whatever. And these guys had that gift of terrific insights combined with uh, just a, a rapier wit, you know, and, 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 I, and that's what I admired about it. So maybe listening all these years kind of rubbed off on me. And that's where I really got into the Northern Alliance. I was listening, you know, in the summer and fall of 2004, I was part of protest warrior I don't know if you ever heard of that organization. It was an organization that was skewering and satirizing anti-war protesters. And we would infiltrate the anti-war protesters because, of course, the Iraq War and the war in Afghanistan were in its early stages. And those were the those anti-war protests were uh, a big effort in trying to undermine George W. Bush being reelected. And I remember calling into the show myself and Nancy LaRoche, who were the head of the Twin Cities chapter of Protest Warrior, we called in the Northern Alliance, I think it was like September, October time frame, when George, and we were calling in from Target Center where George W. Bush was holding a political rally because Minnesota was going to go red that year, right? Except didn't. Uh, And that's where I first called into the show. And it was so awesome because I got to talk to these guys for the first time. And then to think, seven years later, I would have my own show. It's just, uh, it's absolutely incredible. So, uh, congratulations to, uh, you know, particularly Mitch Berg and King Banyan, who have been here the duration. Well, King, you know, he took a couple of different uh, seasons off because he was campaigning for Minnesota House. He won in 2010 and then lost re-election in 2012. But King moved over to the businessman AM 1440 since 2009, and he's been there ever since. Uh, but Mitch has been here since day one for the duration and no stop sign in front of him yet. And the fact that I get to play in the sandbox he, the, they created, I'll be for, I'll be forever grateful. So whenever I have an opportunity to be on the air on March 6th, the anniversary date of the first ever Northern Alliance radio network show, I always want to give a little commemoration of what these guys meant to me because I've had a dream of being a talk radio host literally since the early eighties. I may have told this story before and I'll, I'll condense it quick because I know we need to go to break. 
But uh, I would get, when I was in seventh grade, like 1982, 83, or excuse me, 81, 82. Yeah. When I was in seventh grade, my mom would give me a ride to school in the morning. And I would listen to Heinz and Berglund on the then pop station, 99 and a half FM WLOL. And they would just goof off for three hours. And I obviously didn't listen to the whole show, but I would listen to it. I'm like, wait, these guys make a living doing that? You know, talk radio? And then, of course, when I was in college, listening to KQ Morning Show and same mindsets, man, man, how awesome would that be to work from like 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. And then you're done for the day and you make all that money you know, doing that. And this isn't a full-time gig for me, let's be honest. It's a side hustle. But the fact that I get to do this and have got to do this for 11-plus years because of what the guy started at the uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, I'll be eternally grateful. So, again, congratulations to, to you know Mitch and King who are still doing this and my deep appreciation to Brian St. Paul Ward who allowed me to fill in for John Hinderocker back in uh, January of 2010, the first time I was ever on AM 1280, The Patriot. I was live from the Sportsman Show. Uh, and to tell you what that experience was like, first time ever on AM 1280, The Patriot, I interviewed a candidate for Congress, an uh, author who wrote about Brett Favre, and a water skiing squirrel, and gals who like to ice fish in bikinis. You want to talk about an eclectic guest lineup, that was my introduction to being a guest host on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And then a year and a half later, I got my own show where I've been ever since. So uh, very excited that uh, we've reached 18 years. I've been a part of it, again, for 10 and a half. And in two years, it'll be the 20th anniversary of the Narn. Maybe, just maybe, we'll finally get the 10th anniversary of the Northern Alliance Radio Network on the 20th anniversary of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, because you know it's a running joke. Mitch has been saying, we got to have that 10th anniversary Narn party here one of these days. Maybe we'll finally get it in on the 20th anniversary two years from now. So I will definitely look forward to that. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. You can also uh, follow us along at Facebook. And follow the live stream at our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and find the live stream right there. Back with one final segment this hour with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. AM1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Wouldn't it be great to receive free quotes from multiple top-rated contractors on siding, roofing, and window jobs with absolutely zero pushy salespeople invading your house with one-size-fits-all overpriced options? I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As many Patriot listeners know, one short meeting with me will result in competitive estimates emailed to you a few days later with no obligation to buy With today's supply chain issues, the most common question I get lately is how long until the work can be done? Straight answer. If you would like to see some new windows in your house in the summer, now is the time to call me. Lead times are up to six months for window installs, double than what we've ever seen in the past. So whether you would like a few windows quoted or all of them, we'll go over the best options that fit your house and stand up to our extreme temperature swings. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back out to write up the order so we can get the clock ticking on your new windows. Set up a short meeting with me. Go to GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. 
Brighten someone's day with the free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, host of The Mike Gallagher Show here on WWTC, The Patriot. The tax train is coming, and if you're not protected, it can derail your retirement plans. If you currently have a 401k or IRA, Uncle Sam could take a big bite out of your retirement savings unnecessarily. David McKnight, retirement strategist, author of the national best-selling book, The Power of Zero, and host of The Power of Zero radio show, can help you dramatically reduce or even eliminate taxes in retirement. You've earned it. You've saved it. Now protect it by going to thepowerofzeroshow.com or by calling 844-574-1400. His strategies have helped thousands of Americans get on the road to the 0% tax bracket in retirement. Think you can't protect your savings from runaway government spending and taxes? Think again. A solid plan could save you hundreds of thousands in retirement. Book your personalized session today with David. Call 844-574-1400 or online, thepowerofzeroshow.com. Investment advisory services offered through POZ Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Attorney Joe Cordell. New school, new job, new home. Change is hard and can leave you feeling isolated. And divorce delivers one of life's hardest blows. The relationships you counted on are suddenly gone. But you don't have to walk through this alone. For more than 30 years, Cordell & Cordell has guided men through the challenges of divorce. You're not alone. Call Cordell & Cordell. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Twin Cities attorneys, a partner men can count on. CordellCordell.com. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in, and we're here to take your phone calls six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show for any comments or questions. And again, we have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to watch the program if you so desire. Uh, but it's more there for you to leave a comment or question, not so much to watch my ugly mug conduct the broadcast. But if you'd like to do that, that's perfectly fine. I'll accept that. Uh, we only got about the three minutes left uh, in this segment, but I did want to at least uh, address my discontent with the fact that uh, players, ML, Major League Baseball players, still being locked out by owners uh, until they reach a new collective bargaining agreement. Uh, yeah, this past week, uh, this is from ESPN.com, by the way, Major League Baseball canceled opening day with Commissioner Rob Manfred announcing Tuesday that the sport will scrap regular season games over a labor dispute for the first time in 27 years after acrimonious lockout talks collapsed in the hours before management's deadline. Manfred said he is canceling the first two series of the season that was set to begin March 31, dropping the schedule from 162 games to likely 156 at most. Manfred said the league and union have not made plans for future negotiations and that players won't be paid for missed games. Uh, My deepest hope is we can get an agreement quickly, Manfred said. I'm really disappointed we didn't make an agreement. Um, yeah, and at one point, someone caught a freeze frame of uh, Commissioner Manfred during a press conference uh, chuckling, and so the freeze frame of him smiling. Yeah, again, it's just a freeze frame. You can pretty much contour anybody uh, doing anything when you take a, a snapshot in time, but not a good look, to say the least. Um, 
look, even if baseball does uh, get its poop in a group, so to speak, they're still going to have to address the fact that they're not drawing in a lot of new fans. And the sport is still growing from a revenue standpoint, but it certainly isn't at pace of, say, the NFL and the NBA, who I would argue are the, are the most popular sports, professional sports in the country. And uh, former Twins player Danny Valencia uh, made a great point on Twitter. Uh, Mike Trout is the best player in baseball, and he has 1.9 million followers on Instagram, and he plays in Anaheim, which suburb of Los Angeles, huge market. Whereas Tyler Hurl, good player for the Heat, nowhere near Mike Trout good, has over 2 million followers. So I don't think it's an exaggeration exaggeration to suggest that Mike Trout, in terms of his production, is this generation's Mickey Mantle in terms of what he can do at the plate and in the field. Just can do everything well. And yet maybe, maybe half the country could positively identify Mike Trout. I mean, even if you're not a fan of the NBA, you know who LeBron James is. You're not a fan of the NFL, you could point out Tom Brady in a lineup. Okay? But the fact that baseball can't appeal or draw in more fans, this isn't helping. That the fact that you're going to lose games because of this lockout. So uh, the players' union has indicated that they're going to stand strong because they figure this is one last-ditch effort they can to, to get a foothold in, in what they want. I guess, you know, as of the article I read from last week, there weren't talks scheduled. There are talks scheduled for today, so uh, let's hope they're productive and move towards a resolution. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in your moments. AM 1280, the Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. Don't get caught out in the cold this winter. Take advantage of full-service batteries, winter battery, and charging system check for your car. They'll keep you safe in freezing temperatures. They can also help with your snowmobile, ATV, tractor, or deep-cycle battery for ice fishing shacks. They offer the lowest prices in town on batteries, and they'll even professionally install them. Stay safe this winter with a powerful new battery installed by full-service batteries. Call them today. Just go to fullservicebattery.com. That's fullservicebattery.com. Hi, I'm Ben Hageman, owner of American Pressure. We specialize in industrial pressure washers and set ourselves apart with a customer-focused experience. Back with industry-leading experts, a large inventory of equipment, parts and accessories, and a great service department to take care of you, our customer. Buy local. Buy quality. Buy from American Pressure. Learn more at AmericanPressure.com. Stop in and see us. You'll be glad you did. Do you have neuropathy or unrelenting pain and discomfort? If so, please take a quick listen. You may have been told that your numbness, tingling, and pains will be a progressive, lifelong condition. Abundant Life Chiropractic Health and Injury Center's patients would tell you otherwise. Many of their patients come as a last resort after they've exhausted all of their options, and they find relief with their unique protocols. Abundant Life Chiropractic Health and Injury Center has a time-tested, proven track record of helping hundreds of patients improve and reverse 
lost their neuropathy. If you're ready to regain your independence, contact Dr. Letourneau DC at Abundant Life Chiropractic Health and Injury Center, Chanhassen. Don't let procrastination be the thief of your health. It's time to fight back. As an AM 1280 The Patriot listener, you receive a special $49 Get Acquainted offer. That's a $250 value for just $49. Go to AbundantLifeChiropractor.com to schedule your full neuropathy workup with Dr. Letourneau DC. That's AbundantLifeChiropractor.com. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. SurroundMSP.com, connecting you with new customers. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.